Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brown Paul Heyman, Yusuf Rosh, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, um, I forget what the fuck else. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Undisputed Smith, hey, Universal Champion! Tyler, shut up! Nope, I just finished the job because you couldn't get it done. What's up, guys? I'm Tyler, this is Vacant Wrestling Podcast, and today I'm joined by Tim. Call of Duty froze. Yusuf. <laughs> And Colin. What's up, guys? And this weekend was a jam-packed weekend for me, wrestling-wise, as uh, Tim and I, along with Owen, went to Clash of Champions this past Sunday in Boston. And then the next night, Owen and I last night went to Raw in Providence, Rhode Island. And so I saw a lot of wrestling this weekend. Guys, what did you think of wrestling uh, in recent weeks, actually? Because it's been a little while. It's It's been a lot. Just, just to say the least. Uh, I'll just say it's looking good for the new year. Absolutely, we've seen Definitely, some, we've seen yeah. some returns. We've seen some, some debuts. We've seen some call ups. We've seen a lot of good stuff heading into the new year. Tim, what? Yay, about- yay, wrestling. <laughs> Sorry, I was. How's <laughs> Call of Duty? How's that kill streak? Where you at I, now? Boy, free for all pros. I, I'm sorry, I was texting. Yeah, uh, <gasps> wrestling. I saw Renee Young in person. <laughs> yep, same. That's all that matters. If you guys follow me on <laughs> that Twitter, is all that if you matters. guys follow me on Twitter, David Otunga liked two of my tweets. That was pretty cool. Even though he's probably like one of the worst ones on the broadcasting team. Yikes. <laughs> Ouch. Hold on, let's talk about this. This boy wears cut off like jogger like jeans, dark jeans, and like Nikes. Like high top his... Nikes, but his his ankle is still exposed. So because he wears t- like short socks. Below, David below his suit. Yeah, David Otago made his return on the that? on the pre-show for Clash. Right. But oh, well, whatever. Just let's let let's go. Get into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's um let's let's check out like a fall off for Clash of Champions. Well, since these two were actually there. Man, that show was lit. Like the crowd. I mean, the section we were in. It wasn't the most lit section, but it was like way more rowdy for Clash of Champions than it was for Raw for me. Because Owen and I kind of sat around as quiet families and kids and stuff. So it kind of sucked. I was trying to get like hyped for that show, but it really wasn't working. You know, Owen and I had a discussion about it, and he's one of those people that doesn't get hyped around people like that. But I was really trying, man. I was really trying. But overall, yeah, I feel like- you got stuck with the wrong crowd, unfortunately. I feel like I always got a little. He, like, I noticed, like, and I'm sorry I couldn't talk to you about it, Owen. You, you'd see, it seemed like our section wasn't that lit either for Clash. Like, we had a few, we had a few drunk people who were fun to fuck around with, and a couple of people to our left. But uh, like, of people I could tell you were a little uncomfortable. Couple of people that were a gender squad. We did, we did just kind of lose it at one point and just said fuck it and had a good. I time. mean, I, you know I honestly was like that from the very beginning. I didn't even care. I paid money to be there. True. Although the crowd, the crowd was very lit for majority of the clash, though. So. Was it uh, was it packed up or? Yeah, it was. It was pretty yeah, full. Was they only they taped they only I, I taped saw, like, off like one like fifth of the arena, and it was only the upper balcony. And then obviously they have like oh. the the whole lower section of the hard cam tarped off. Right. Okay. I, yeah, I barely saw any empty seats. Yeah, actually, we, growing up in Rhode Island, though. I didn't. I always thought the Dunk was like a decent sized arena, but after going to TD Garden a couple times, I hadn't been in back to the Dunkin' Donuts Center before last Monday. It was since like two years before that, before I went to college. And dude, like it's tiny. 
Like, there's no balcony. There's, like, only one level. Like, you, like, you can go upstairs to go to a balcony at TD Garden, or you can do, go downstairs to, like, the lower bowl and stuff like that. There is none of that in Providence. It's crazy. I didn't know it was that small. Shit. Shit. Which probably explains why WWE hasn't done a pay-per-view there in a while. Well, yeah, the last one was my first, actually, uh, wrestling event. It was Backlash 09. And, like, I, I mean, I didn't notice how cramped it was, but I can, I couldn't even, like, I saw where they had all the foreign commentators for uh, Clash mm. of Champions before. It was on, like, if you're facing the stage, it was on the left-hand side. But, like, I don't understand where they could have fit it in Providence. I'm not going to Is that lie. really the last Rhode Island pay-per-view? Yeah, because they only had, like, SmackDowns. And, they had, like, three SmackDowns and one Raw in Providence and a bunch of live events since the last pay-per-view they had. You have to remember that like crowds have been getting like it's getting it's been getting bigger and bigger since back then. So like they wouldn't want to use small arenas like that anymore. Well, it got bigger. It's not getting bigger now. It's actually shrinking it's a getting, little bit. Okay, I mean like in comparison from then to now, right? It was getting bigger. Well, because right. because I think but, it's because yeah. the intrigue of the network, like the network is like, yeah. Now it now it makes it makes pay per views like, really catching people's attention. Well, now it's like yeah. I can watch pay per view for ten dollars on my TV, or I can go to a pay per view and pay a hundred. Whereas before right. it was like I can pay on pay per view to watch for sixty. For the live experience, though. Right, but what I'm saying is though, I don't. Like, I don't think the network is influencing influencing live events. Well, I, don't, I think it I'm is. not I th- that one. I think it is. I don't. So but we're not here to talk about the network. We're here to talk about wrestling matter. And so to that I say, hey, hey, did you guys happen to uh, catch the greatest match of the night of the pre-show? Dude, it was actually a really good match. I'm not gonna <laughs> that lie. That crowd was way <laughs> too lit for that for that pre-show. I didn't watch it, so it was a pretty I good match, it. honestly. I watched, yeah, I watched, I watched the, rest the, of the card. I just didn't watch the pre-show. Okay, I watched a bit of it. I feel, I still, to this day, I still feel sorry for Zack Ryder. I mean, who doesn't? Except yeah. maybe Mojo Rawley. Okay, have <laughs> I ever said on air that he was a Make-A-Wish kid? Yes, that's too fucked up. You did say that. Yeah, you said that. You said that. Okay, we're good. Let's keep going. Well, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> right. No, I'm actually gonna talk though. I actually no really. One cares. So let's no, no, you're not gonna tell me that. So, um, I actually I really, can't be a heel on Skype. I actually really enjoyed um, Mojo's uh, new heel persona. I think it worked because I was kind of worried about whether or not the hi- uh, like the hype up pers- uh, persona would work well as a heel, but it actually does, and it almost mm-hmm. translates as like a psychotic heel. The new music he has is awesome. CFOS has done a great job like picking music lately, and like Mojo's music is like the right amount of heel. And like it fits the character very well. He just needs to change his attire because he's still wearing his old bright yellow attire and he's not bright yellow anymore. He came out, so he comes out with like a dark black Tron. Like the whole Tron, the whole screen is black. And he comes out in bright ass yellow tights as a heel. That needs to change. But anyway. He basically looks like a football fuckboy to me. Yeah, he still looks like his face. Which he kind of is. That is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it was just funny because, like, he's playing a darker character, and here he comes wearing bright-ass yellow. Like, bright yeah. yellow. Yeah. It just doesn't fit. Um, But then his new finisher is really cool. Like, first off, his signature, like, right before it, his, like, pre-finisher move was, like, a tackle, like, to Ryder's knee because apparently he had, like, an injured knee or something. And then he hits – he leans him – he's, like, leaning up against the rope in the corner, and Mojo comes – like, runs at him and just decks him right in the face, like an elbow, like, right in the face – it was a great move. It looked nasty. And then he got all like crazy after and started like yelling and screaming and like hitting himself in the head, which actually I really liked that for a heel character for him. And then got the win. It was a good match. It did everything it had to do. It showed off Mojo's new character, his new moveset. He works very well as a heel. 
and Ryder doesn't need to do anything anymore. Ryder can, Ryder can stay and be like a like a a mid card, um, like a mid card jobber isn't like in the sense that he's an experienced guy. He's like the Ziggler of the mid card. Like Ziggler's like the upper mid card, but Ryder is like the mid card, or I mean, uh, Raleigh's the mid card. Okay. I, yeah, so like in terms of Raleigh, in terms of Raleigh's heel turn, I, I'm ex, I'm actually interested to see where this leads. Is it a Wendy Andre again? I kind of. Uh, he's doing a football. He's doing a football thing. Yeah. He has, I mean, with Gronkowski, he's if like, they want involved in the last in the last uh, Andre the Giant thing, I wouldn't be surprised. So if they want to, I've heard that they want to actually get Gronk to wrestle, and if that's the case, oh, I'm not surprised. If that's Gronk the case, would do it too. I yeah, could Gronk see, would actually do it. If that's the case, I could see him facing Gronk. When Gronk comes to WWE and he's just like, dude, like, what's gotten into you, man? You're a dick. And then he's like, yeah, I am a dick. He, like, beats the shit out of him. It leads to a Mania match, and, and like, Raleigh can win. But they probably won't do that. They'll probably have Gronk win because it's WWE, but, you know. Yeah, they got to have a celebrity go over. Exactly. It'd be, it'd be a good Mania match, though. Have that on, like, <sighs> they could have that on the kickoff if they really wanted to. But they wouldn't. I hate that. I hate that though, because that reminds me of um, last time they did that, or the last popular time they did that was Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Well, that was that no, was. They a, had to have done something after that. That was a long time. They ago. They did the Snooki match, the the John uh, John oh, Morrison yeah, and Snooki right. and stuff. Oh yeah. And Trish Stratus, I think, was in that match. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be Molina. Trish Trish Stratus, my girl, went to my high school. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there is a main card, by the way. Yeah. Speaking of Dolph Ziggler. Dude, that okay. So what Tim, Tim, Tim has his thoughts on this. Tim, what what were your thoughts on this? So, so like, the the crowd really confused me here. Yep. I was like, for the most part, like they kind of they were kind of just cheering. They weren't really being a heel or a face crowd. They were kind of just cheering for what they wanted to cheer for. Which okay, mm -hmm. fine, whatever. I was being I was cheering a lot of the heels. Same. That's revengeable. Um, but in this match, Dolph Ziggler got booed out of the fucking building. It didn't come off as well on the network. I like went and looked at some of the reactions on the on um, the network just to so I could reparlay my thoughts. And it didn't come off as well on the network. But he got booed out of the building, from what I heard. Like yeah. it, it was it was not it wasn't like a it was a boo get the fuck away. Dolph got booed. Yeah. Yeah. Dolph got booed. So like, Dolph so got like his music played. Dolph got Land. His music Dude. played, the crowd reacted, and then his music stopped. It, like it kind of went like dead silent for a sec, and then they realized, oh, it's just him, his new gimmick, and then they booed. Uh, I didn't hear the dead silence. I heard straight booze. <laughs> but sure, that. I heard straight booze. Yeah. By the end of the match, they were on their feet in a standing O for him. I was like, what? Yeah, they popped when he won, dude. It was so weird. I was like, make up. I was. And me and Owen were sitting there like, why? I mean, I was recording I reactions, I might, and I think those will I be might have, soon. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, you were recording reactions, and check out YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> Vacant Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> Go look us up. Give us a subscribe. Hit the like button on those videos. Hit, the, hit the little do that bell. After. No, they can do that now, like while they're listening, like right now. All right, sure. You can multitask on a phone or a computer. They got it. This is true. Everyone does. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So and they popped Diggler, so hard. I was so confused. Diggler. Did I really just say Diggler? Ziggler. Diggler. Diggler. <laughs> Ignore that part. That um. I don't Bob know what Diggler. they're gonna do with this. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what Baron Corbin did to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? But, now? Uh, 
I don't like, think they did anything. I, don't I think know. I have a prediction. I have a bold prediction that we can get to. If unless we want okay. to say it now. No, we don't. Uh, well, Great. We got, maybe. Let's, but let's go I through our ten dozen. Let's go through our thoughts first. Yeah, yeah. It was a good match. It was a really good opener, like show opener, technically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I just like uh, the word. Like we all thought that Ziggler was gonna be in the match to take the pin. I mean, he was involved yep. in the pin, but he won. And like, but the, he won. The finish though was a really good finish. It was really clever how they did it. Like, uh, Baron mm -hmm. was going for the end of days on Rude. We all thought um, Baron was Ziggler gonna retain. Get the... yeah. yeah, Ziggler slid in. And hit the Ziggler zigzag. Came behind. Yeah, really it, clever. Really clever, and it wasn't a heel finish either. Like it was. It kind of justified the crowd pop at the end, because he really didn't mm -hmm. do anything bad to win the match. No, it was a heel. It was a heel thing. How it was the edge type of thing though? It was like a take advantage of the moment right, type of thing. Right. Like a. But it wasn't. It was like yeah. a, but it wasn't like a throw him no, out of the ring and then steal the pin. Like it was like it wasn't that dirty. It. Okay. Fine. It was sort of reminiscent of how when when Jeff Hardy won the WWE title in 08. Right. He took advantage of someone hitting a move on somebody else. Yeah, and then he hit his move on that on said that was, person. Didn't he then hit? Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. That's fine. Something like that. I was re-watching that like a couple nights ago. It, it was a pretty, but, um, pretty decent finish. Yeah. Right? So there was that, and then next that, match on the card. This was, was the match. Wait, I was wait, like, wait. Colin has thoughts. Oh, that's right. We forgot about Colin. I'm sorry, Colin. Y'all forgot. <laughs> we forgot about Colin. <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I just sit back and just listen to all y'all rant. And it's it's amusing. That's what I was like a kid in a candy store. Kid on Christmas, he just sits there and grins. <laughs> Me in a, a a drum shop. To be yeah. honest, with Ziggler winning the title and then dropping it. Oh yeah. Oh, that, I have that so, so much. I have so much. That, I have yeah, so much Ziggler to just dropped. For those of you who don't know, Ziggler just dropped the U.S. title. Tonight. Like, it's not it's like Tuesday as we film this, by the way. So, like, yeah, it's tonight. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday night. Uh, but, yeah. So, okay. Here's... Right, I'm going to get this out of the way right now so that we can carry on. Um, it kind of weirded me out because Ziggler walks into the ring in a suit, holding the title, talking about his accolades and all that crap and how people had, like, not a lot of faith in him. And he's like, you want to see what I'm going to do with this title? And just puts the title down walks away and as soon as that happened i was like why do i have a weird feeling they're copying okay comes the mark uh the mark in me they're copying i don't know why they're doing it but it's weird wait what did you say they're you copying, copying tetsuya naito because with naito um he was one of the top guys in the company for so long and then he wasn't and then he came like after a while he came back to new japan and when he won the Intercontinental title from Tanahashi some time ago, I forget the dates, but um, what he did was he throwing the title around, he would like just leave it in the ring, he'd throw it out in the crowd, he'd like just smash it. He just didn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> and then it became the hardcore title. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, and then it became the hardcore title. And now and now uh, Naito's going to be in the main event of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So, you know, well, first off, that's maybe Ziggler's going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Who knows? Well, Good what God, was interesting no. to me yeah. is if Ziggler just walked out with, like, yeah. like, dropped the belt. Like, he retired from WWE with, like, as U.S. champion, never lost it. And just left, yeah. I mean, just, that wouldn't be a bad deal. Now. I wouldn't care. Bye, Ziggler. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Bye. I have a feeling he won't do that. I feel like his his uh, departure will be something bigger than that. But, maybe. You know, I mean, maybe. 
maybe they're gonna set up maybe maybe rude will finally get a title shot and that'll be ziggler's goodbye yeah i i mean maybe i also think gender might drop down to the u.s title because they hinted at that because so hear me out the way ziggler won the belt the way the crowd popped the way he reacted mm-hmm. after the match because i went online on the youtube channel and watched his reaction and he was just like basically he just said all of his face promo stuff like he's like i've busted my ass in this company for so long i worked hard for this anyone wants to fight me come and get it he pulled like a, like you know like he, he was like a, a fighting champion kind of gimmick which heels don't normally do first off and then right. the way he reacted after he won the match was very face like um the way the crowd reacted the crowd already clearly respects him and likes him and then you know like I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the way the promo was on SmackDown, it just didn't seem like it all lined up to me. But um, Styles, after Clash on Talking Smack, told Jinder, like, I should be done with Jinder Mahal now. If he wants to, like, he said, go, he was like, he specifically said, go after another champion. And maybe he'll go after Ziggler for the U.S. title. Which hmm. I wouldn't complain about. I think Jinder's improved much since he's won the WWE title. But I think that he'd be well, way more better suited for the mid card. Mm-hmm. I can, uh, I can see that. I can see him as a U.S. champion for sure. U.S. heel. Yeah, why not? They can always go for the cop out story as the foreign guy with the U.S. title. Oh. Yeah. Oh boy, another Rusev storyline. Speaking of Rusev. Rusev Day. Oh my God. Damn, this crowd that... lit up for Rusev and Aiden English. How, how was the crowd for it? Yeah. We. We were so before the show, we heard plenty of Rusev Day, Rusev Day chants, and it just spilled right into the show, and I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there, yeah. and the entire like, like, you know how like the stars will tell you that they just kind of take a moment and just look around and kind of take everything in. That's what I was doing as a fan. I was sitting there like listening to the entire crowd chant Rusev Day, and I was like, holy shit. To be honest, I'm not really I'm not really that surprised because the because f- watching the stream the the whole crowd <laughs> the network the, whole, the stream this I I saw a stream because I my broke ass can't afford the network that's fair but, I'm just, just, I'm but never <laughs> nevertheless the the crowd looked so lit with for the tag team championship match it looked so lit they really were on their feet for me yeah that was the most like anticipated match on the card for me yeah um i think it was great i think it totally paid off i just i was kind of expecting a little bit more but you know it's fine oh the users went over by the way yeah it was yeah. a really good match though and um well, we have it was the, weird though people- because it seemed like benjables was were playing the heels <laughs> Which makes sense if they're I, if I did an all-face really? match. Also, if there's an all-face yeah. match, someone's got to play heel. Yeah. Well, they also, got booed. Chad Gable looked like a star. Yeah, I was going to say Gable shined throughout yeah, this the, match. The, the suplexes are gorgeous. <clears throat> oh, my God. Those, those are sick. Uh, New Day did their thing. I wish we were closer because I'd like to get a pancake thrown at me, but... The, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were really trying to pull everyone's leg with the whole like Rusev Day winning the match with Rusev and Aiden winning. They were really yeah. pulling for it. They were almost if, gonna. If do they it. didn't do as many near finishes, I wouldn't have thought they would have lost. If they didn't win, I feel like if the they didn't second the Usos clean this past SmackDown before the show, I would have thought they would have. Yeah. After like the second or third one, I was like, oh, they're just teasing, and I think the crowd could start to kind of tell it too. They're like, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, overall though, it was a good match. I just wish there was like, I honestly like it was a really well, well like well orchestrated match. I just wish there was more for me to talk about with it. Everything, everything lit to me. It was standard four way tag match. It was awesome. But it was I fun. B B B plus on that match. It was fun. Crowd was into it. Yeah. What Crowd I was really into Rusev for whatever the fuck reason. Rusev day. A big chant that was happening so, was people were taking the New Day chant and going, Root, Sev Day, Root, Oh my god, day. yeah. <laughs> yep. and in like, between all the woos before the between, show. Yeah, in between the woos of before the show, there was like, Happy Rusev Day! Yeah. It was like, it was crazy. And like, man, it was, just, it, was, it was a good match. It was really good to be able to see that. And they fought it in a, in a style that I was glad they fought it in because... When WWE would do a multi-tag team match, like they do a triple threat or a fatal four-way, they would have two guys in the ring at max, and they'd have like full teams waiting for people that weren't their tag team partners to tag them in, which I find so right. stupid and illogical. It's dumb. So no, that's actually a really cool concept. It, they're, it's they're they're clusterfucks, but that it's a cool concept for a match. But it's a cool clusterfuck. That's why it's like see, an interesting like concept, though. though. I don't like that though. If it's a fatal four-way tag team match, I want to see four teams being represented in the ring. So that's why I like the format they uh, okay, went yeah. the show. Um, I get that it might not okay. always be a possibility because like the ropes and the posts or whatever, but it's it whatever. Um, ring the ring isn't that big, so know, you know, no, twenty by twenty. It's not. You're right. You're right. Um, As shown in wrestle, one of the matches but later. They wrestle singles fatal four way matches, so why not just wrestle like a tag team fatal four way? It makes sense. Um, but the next match was the lumberjack lumberjill. I don't know. They bill it as a lumberjack match, yet when they usually do a, a female uh, lumberjack because match, Because the, the girls are on the same level as the guys now, quote-unquote. So in a lumberjack mm -hmm. match for the SmackDown Women's title, we had Charlotte Flair defeating Natalya. Um, so they build it as a lumberjack match, but it really just looks... It kind of looks pathetic because there are so... Yeah, I was going to say... Because we said this the last time... Pathetic? Uh, we had the... No, go ahead. The we said this the last time we had the podcast. I think you mentioned it, Tyler. Like we we were always gonna think it would end in oh, it would end in a draw. Riot Squad's gonna fuck shit up. But the Riot Squad were there and they nothing happened. Fuck shit up. Well, what I they was saying, kind of did, but they didn't. So what I they, what I was saying was, I was saying it looked pathetic because the brand the brand split leaves both women's divisions on either brand really really slim and really short, like really small. And mm -hmm. so they were so few lumberjacks, like and. Like the crazy cool lumberjack matches I like are the ones where it's like, like you have like ten guys on either side, like all four sides of the ring. Like you have like crowds of guys on all four sides of the ring. That's what makes a lumberjack match cool for me. But to see only three sides of the ring surrounded, the hard yeah. I don't know if you guys caught that at home. <laughs> the hard game side had no had no women around the side, it. Yeah, the side with the hard. Oh, uh, okay, didn't yeah. Have anyone on it? And Naomi was all by herself on the side facing uh, facing the stage, like the side of the stage, facing the other side of the arena. And then, like, you know, stage the of the arena. stage of the side, yep. Yeah, it was just like, it, it, it just looked bad to me. Because the Riot Squad was on one side, and then you had uh, Tamina, Lana, and Carmella on another side, and then you had Naomi by herself on another side, and then nobody on another side. And I'm like, it was just so unevenly filled, and it was, like, just really, really stupid. That's weird. They could have oh, just made it a singles match. And Wait, I do have... I Go ahead, finish. They could have just had a singles match because the only notable part with the Lumberjacks being there, in my opinion, that really added to the match was when Carmella went to go cash in and then the Riot Squad stopped her. 
they could have just had a singles match, normal, standard singles match, had Carmella mm. run out, and then have the Riot Squad ambush her before she could get to the ring. It had the same effect. It really didn't make sense to me as to why they needed the Lumberjacks there. Hmm. So let's let's throw the flip option out here. First off, I let's let let me preface this with with a, uh, I hate lumberjack matches. I think they're stupid. Let me <laughs> let me preface that. Lumberjack matches are possibly one of the worst gimmick matches ever. They they keep using it with the point of keeping the wrestlers in a ring, but we know that never is the case. So why do they keep using that? It? Yeah. That with the con that and the concept of a chairs match is just ridiculous to me. <laughs> Hey man, what do you have against the greatest gimmick match of all time? Chairs. What, the stairs match. Remember that? Yeah, of course. Duh. <laughs> man. Uh, now that I'm, now that I'm. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about this too. Speaking of which, um, I found it weird that the end of the match looked like Natalia was like retiring or something. So, Can, so wait, we were joking about this in our reaction video, I think, too. Like she had this whole promo, like crying and saying, like, "You're gonna turn right, back, yeah. back on me," blah blah blah. First off, you already turned heel months before, so we already had our backs our backs turned to you. So mm -hmm. that was pointless. And she like now like she basically was just like, I'm turning my back on you. I was like, well, didn't you just do that like three months ago? Haven't you done that already? Like, maybe it's a shift in heel gimmicks. I just don't get it because it's I don't like, know what the shift is, but it's maybe like, it's like Ziggler and Natalia. I don't know what it is with SmackDown, but Ziggler and Natalia are just like both doing things that have already been done with their characters. They're like, they're like, fuck you, fuck but, you but wait, wait, we already said fuck you. So what are you trying to do? Yeah, huh. exactly. It just doesn't make sense to me. Wait, can can I backtrack for a sec? Because I, I had more to say. All right, sorry. All right. Sure. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. The, the with the Lumberjack match, I thought the Lumberjacks kind of like they, the, I think the goal was here to make Charlotte look like an overcoming face. Because they beat the shit out of Charlotte. They kind of did what Lumberjacks do. And it was a bunch of heels. So they beat up the face and then throw them back in. I kind of thought the Lumberjacks just... I mean, as annoying as it was for it to be a Lumberjack match, I that was kind of the point. It was to beat up Charlotte and make her look like a good face. And, like, it was just an excuse to have Carmella already out there. Right? In. Right? Yes. So. I mean, in my opinion, it really didn't add anything to the match or take anything away. We all knew Charlotte was going to win, so there really was no point in her being beaten up before she did it. Mm -hmm. We all knew Charlotte was going to win. Well, we all thought Carmella was going to cash in. So Car Charlotte won. We thought Carmella was going to cash in, and she teased it, but then Riot Squad ruined it. So there was reasoning behind that not happening. So really, there still was no point the predictability this. wasn't the point the point was just to make charlotte look like an overcoming face but like it, is it stupid yes if that's what yeah i mean if, if that's what they're trying to go for it really didn't work well, well, well I'll also yes i'll but go with that I'll, I'll take what you're saying and i will say that it didn't work it this didn't is me work. thinking wwe logic no yeah for sure which is not something i do no you're right you're right though that's exactly what they thought, and that's why they did it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's what they were trying to do. They were just trying to make it look like an overcoming face. Trying to also, we didn't hear, we didn't hear, we don't get to hear the commentary because we're there live. How is commentary doing it, Yusuf? Or uh, not. It was confused at one point, and also just not much. <laughs> so also us in the arena. Good to know. Us, us in the arena. Yeah, commentary really didn't add much to it. Okay, that's fair. Then maybe I'm wrong.
Maybe I'm just spewing bullshit. No, dude, you're probably Speaking of bullshit, you're probably right. doesn't you're matter. You're probably right. No, you're, if the anything, you may actually are bludgeon brothers. No, I'm kidding. Wait, I wait. Actually, actually, hold on. Hold on. Yusuf, did you have thoughts on this match, or did you give them? I said it was boring as fuck, and I found it weird about the ending, but that was about it. Okay. Not in my top 1,000. Next match. <laughs> so the next also match speaking. was the Bludgeon Brothers of Harper and Rowan, because they don't have first names anymore, because WWE decided to cut their first names. Um, as they do with, like, everybody else. Yeah, they do it with everybody in tag teams, specifically. <laughs> Defeated uh, Brizongo in a tag team match. So after all of... So I, I have to just jump in and say this. So after all of the build of the fashion files, and who destroyed the locker room, who did everything for the past six months leading up to this, it turns out it was Harper and Rowan, and then the climax is they lose in a minute and 58 seconds. They lose in less than two fast? minutes. After... after what was it like six to eight months? I don't even remember the time span of all of this. They happening. started, I think, the Ascension before SummerSlam or around SummerSlam? With the Ascension being June. involved as well. June. Okay, so six yeah, months. Yeah, before SummerSlam. So, June, May, June. Yes, okay, May, June. So, with the Ascension being involved and all these stories and all the spoofs of all every single like buddy cop and like all these drama movies and things like that and Stranger Things Great. and whatever. Great references. They lose in a minute and 58 seconds. So I was really, I'm really a fan of the Bludgeon Brothers. So I like what they're doing with the gimmick. I'm one of the few. I get it. <laughs> but, but I just think that SmackDown's tag division, first off, is now at one of the, at like one of the best points it's ever been at. And I think the Bludgeon Brothers really add something in this division, um, just by being so different. Uh, their entrance is also really fucking sick. It, it's amazing to see live, also. Um, but the WWE also keeps giving them the microphones to talk. And they really should not do that. Ro um, Harper should talk. Rowan should not. Neither yeah. of them should talk, though. Neither of them. I hate the I hate the what chant, but the what chant is totally appropriate the there. What chant was used during their program. The what chant was totally appropriate there. So, um, Bludgeon Brothers won. Their finisher is really fucking cool to see as well. Um, I don't know. I like the little things that they do in the ring, like when they hit each other and stuff, like to hype themselves up. I think that's an interesting little twist on it. Um... But it made Brizongo look like, like, like chumps after months of building them up as like this credible team. Wait, wait shows, a minute! It, wait a minute! What? It shows credible. how much they care about Brizongo. Yes, Tim, credible. They faced Usos in a title match and almost won. And they haven't been credible since then. They've been credible in the sense that they've been. They've been over, them. but credible, credible and over are not the same thing. Okay. Next. <laughs> And the it's crowd okay, the, went dead. The Bludgeon, the Bludgeon Brothers will yeah. still be one of my favorite weird-looking post-dystopian tag teams until, you know... <laughs> until another post-dystopian tag team. Until someone else shows up, but I'm going to get to that later. Wow, y'all really like this meme of the of the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh. Bludgeon Brothers! Okay, so Anyways. I have this thing. Oh. I have this habit because... This is not a meme I'm a part of. So I have this thing where I just really appreciate when they take people that are really struggling and try and repackage them into gimmicks, and I try and appreciate it as much as I can. This is one of those Well, we times. shouldn't have broke... We shouldn't have broken like up this, the brothers. This the could Wyatt. actually work with the two of them. That's the thing. We shouldn't have broken up the Wyatts, but okay, the Wyatts wouldn't. I mean, they could have gone longer with the Wyatts, but they also couldn't last until now. I feel like I feel like the Wyatts would have gotten stale by now if they stayed together. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But now you know the Bludgeon Brothers can do whatever they can do up until I guess with January or February with their hammers and bullshit. For now, yeah. I want to see them use the thing is they have the hammers and the thing is with WWE is that they're PG 
rules, yeah. we'll probably never let them use their hammers. Which really Wait, Triple H uses the hammer. Yeah, but their hammers are huge. That is a sledgehammer versus, like, a welding hammer. Just do the, the like, hold the head and the that Triple H does. You're right. No? Oh, yeah. You're right. You could. I don't know. That's the thing. Are we ever going to see the Bludgeon Brothers in, like, a scenario where that's necessary? A welding hammer match. Yeah, I mean, a if they were match. to build up the Ascension and a bludgeon match. Okay, the funniest <laughs> thing about this, though, about the Bludgeon Brothers, was the the use of the word bludgeoning by Eric Rowan, and I was like, that was so cringy, and the word just didn't didn't work. They were like, it's the era of bludgeoning, and I was like, okay, th that was really stupid. Stop. That was so, that's just cheesy. That was so like '80s, like demolition style corny. Most most of the crowd was just not caring, so. And we both, uh, so. Yeah, so it, it's whatever. I have video evidence of Tim, of uh, their their entrance when uh, like after their entrance ends and like the match was about to start and Tim was just like, and the crowd goes dead. <laughs> I that <laughs> was that was the quietest that arena was all night. Oh my god. Yep. Like Quieter like besides the music, match. you would you could hear a pin drop. That's how quiet that crowd was. Well, especially if you drop it in the ring, because they've been miking the ring like crazy now. Like if that music was, yeah. like, if that music wasn't playing, you could have heard a pin drop. Shit. It was dead. It was dead. Okay, we spent we spent more time talking about this than the match lasted. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, so, speaking of gimmicks. So yeah, speaking of gimmicks. Speaking of gimmicks. The next match was a tag team match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, best friends part two, as Tim likes to call them. That uh, that's your thing. You definitely called him Best Friends Part 2 the other night. I did not. I did it because that's what you called them. But... I okay. definitely did not. You said it, and then I repeated it. But, yes. Kevin Owens <laughs> and Sami Zayn defeated Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura in a tag team match with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan as guest referees. And if Owens and Zayn lost, they would have been fired from not just SmackDown, from all of WWE. So what do we get? A Daniel Bryan fast count. This Hell yeah. Kind of lit. Okay, so the the reaction when Shane was about to screw over Owens and Zayn was actually like the reaction in the arena was pretty crazy. Like they oh they oh man, we fell right into their hands for that. I'm not gonna are lie. You talking about, are I, you talking about where um, when Shane stopped it too? Yeah, yeah. Another the thing crowd, was the crowd was turned heel by then. They started cheering we, all the heels. We mm. they worked us perfectly in that spot. They. They did exactly what they wanted to do. I was just confused as which referee was the face. I figure I figured Brian was going to be the heel. Brian was the quote unquote in their mind. I think was the heel. Uh, but like, if you like make sense of the the story that they're in, is he really the heel? Right. That's the weird thing. It's it's like uh, kind of just it's what they've been doing recently, where it's just kind of choose and go yeah, for you it. You choose who you like. As long as they get a big yeah. reaction, we'll, we'll appreciate it. Which they got. Yeah. Yep. Which Absolutely. they got. Match Match was cool. Yeah, it was, it was, a, match was great, yeah. It was a decent match. The thing is, it just felt like Orton and, and uh, Nakamura were just, like, side players. They just didn't... The RKO... Sorry. They were. They That's were. the other part the of the yeah. So good, five. Yeah, Speaking of Orton, so good. Um, Orton's supposed to be taking some time off for a little while. Thank God. Yeah, after Rumble, I believe. <laughs> yeah, thank God. I don't know if it's after or before the Rumble. That's the thing. He could go away for five years. And, I and then he's taking time off, so. 
Oh, he's probably in the rumble. Again. He could go away for five years and I wouldn't notice. Same. He could true. The, he could and be then, in the company for then, five years and I wouldn't notice. Also true. I think there's a tweet somewhere that I saw months he ago. He could be a 13-time world champion and I wouldn't notice. Oh, wait. He is. Oh. <laughs> he's the part-timer that's always there. And you kind of just never notice. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're, like, accurate. you're like, wait, you're here? Holy shit. <laughs> Honestly, though. I was like, you're, you exist? You're in the company right now? So, yeah. You're not with your wife? It just felt like Orton and Nakamura were just kind of there. They didn't really mm. feel like they mattered much. I'll be honest, though. Yeah. I'm surprised that Nakamura didn't eat the pin. He's got to win the Rumble. No, he he does got to win the Rumble. He is going to win the Rumble. They, They've got they've got plans. Baby. Yeah, they gotta they gotta they gotta get them ready. They got plans, exactly. So they're having Watch him not win the rumble and we're just like fucking Na idiots. They they lost and Nakamura was just like, okay. Pretty much <laughs> yeah. Nakamura didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's just that they didn't focus on them. They focused on Owen right. Zane and, and uh Shane and Daniel Bryan, which kinda sucks. It's kind of a shame for Shinsuke. Randy Orton can get as little attention as he his as he can get. I don't give a fuck. That was the story though, so yeah, plus like we we I, I'm pretty sure we've discussed this is like Shane has been the focus for a lot of things recently, and that's not how it should be, but it is. Tyler, what did I bring up when we were sitting there? I don't know. Oh, you don't? I I thought you were gonna. I thought you would have said. I I, you remember everything else I say? The uh, I I asked the question. When's the last time Shane wasn't on a pay per view oh, for yeah, SmackDown? Yes, that one. And I literally, oh, fuck. I literally uh, took no time because I already knew the answer. I was like, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Shane has been on every either SmackDown or dual-branded pay-per-view. Actually, I think the last time was... Uh, the last Since, time, like, the last time Money in the Bank. Yeah, I think Money in the Bank was the first time he was on the pay-per-view since Mania. Because after yeah, Mania, he so. took some time off. Yeah. And, and I sat there, I was like, Shane, go away. <laughs> Which... Which is the first time I've really thought of the Shane go away thing since he got back. Mm. I really didn't expect Shane to be around this much when he came back. Agreed. I was like, Agreed. I was like, all right, this is bullshit now. <laughs> I don't need this much Shane. I just feel like it's because they're kind of running out of ideas on SmackDown for some reason. Mm -hmm. They are. Because they have no nobody on their roster. I think, honestly, Owen's kind of right in the sense that Owen always says that Finn Balor should be drafted over to SmackDown. And I think I agree with that. Yeah, yeah send, him, send him to the B show. He's a B superstar. That's where he belongs. Yikes. Damn, dude. I mean, honestly, Tim, if you... So, Vince McMahon says this man is not over. Last night at Raw, he got a major pop. The crowd exploded. Just wanted to give that... I don't note. care. No, no. I don't care how over he is. I just He's boring. I just had to get that side note out. Anyway. You're right, though. I'm not going to deny how over he is. He's super over. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll get to uh, like, that. That's, we'll that's get... the easy thing to admit. Yeah. But we can get back to that after we talk about this match. Because um, we talked about Shinsuke winning the Rumble to build, to set up for this match. Because AJ Styles retained the WWE Championship against Jinder Mahal. In Thank actually, fucking God. Actually, it was a really good match. I'm not going <sighs> to I liked it. It was one. Of, it was probably Ginger's best match since winning the WWE title. But you hated the finish. Did I hate the finish? 
Yeah, you said it was a dark match finish. Yeah, the whole, the whole for... so the whole match was the match was good overall. It just felt too formulaic to me. <laughs> it felt like I was watching either a live event or a dark main event. Mm. Like it felt like it was like oh like one of those feel good finishes to send the crowd home happy. I was waiting honestly. I was waiting for someone to come out from the crowd or from the stage and attack Styles. I was waiting for like someone like Kali to come out and just start like this Indian stable, <laughs> Mahal and Singh Brothers and Kali like they were gonna do a battle. You're like you're six months too late for that. Oh I know yeah. that. No, I know that, but I'm just saying I just felt like there was something missing from the ending that should have happened, like an attack or like I don't know. It it just felt off. To me. I noticed SmackDown doesn't have a tendency to end like that, like on their pay per views. Yeah, they they kind of they end very definitively. They don't end with the like question mark for next week. They kind of just end. Well, that's why their ratings are shit. Well, they True. end. They they treat their pay per views running up to pay per views like seasons almost, like yeah. TV seasons. Mm -hmm. What's like that's just the end of the season. Then they pick up. Like a lot of things continue, but like they kind of just. Well, with that being said, I think that the next the next cycle for pay-per-view going into the Rumble, and we talked about what's going to happen with Baron Corbin once he lost the U.S. title, I have a feeling he's going to go up to face Styles for the title next. If Baron? It's, if it's hmm. not Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, it's going to be it's going to be Baron. Corbin. It's not going to be Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Then it's going to be Baron Corbin. I could see Sami Zayn versus AJ. How? You could say, wait, you could I don't say, know. You could see who versus AJ. Okay. Sammy. I could see Sammy AJ. Absolutely. I don't know how the build-up would go. But I was about to say, how would we get to that point? That's Owens, the problem. Owens does all the work in a multi-man match, so you have Owens, Zane, and like Orton and Nakamura in a four-way. Owens does all of the work, and then say Orton takes out Owens with an RKO or something. Sammy rolls him up and grabs the tights or something like that and wins the match. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that I works. Yeah. Sammy stealing it somehow. I couldn't see him winning it definitively, like his hitting a haluva kick on someone. But I could see Owens doing the work, him getting taken out somehow, and then Zayn mm -hmm. getting the win. Maybe even Shane interferes in a match or something. Uh, it's a stretch, mm, but it could happen. Maybe. Okay. I'm tired, Shane. Okay, if that was that was a hypothesis. I didn't I didn't set that in stone. I just. Well, there's there's time we can look this up. We we're can, just we're yeah. just we're just considering. We're not saying you're wrong or you're stupid. Exactly we're, right. We're not. Yeah, we're not saying you're stupid. I'm so used. You're so used to us being dickheads to you. Because I start <laughs> explanations and I start like coming up with theories of how it'll get from point A to point B, and you guys are like, eh, I'm like, it's okay, chill out. I'm just. Well, it's not, well it's I, not like, I asked why would I then call you a dickhead for giving a. No, you probably would still call. If we were like in the same room right now, you probably would call him a dickhead. <laughs> True. Wow. Um, Where's the lie? So yeah, um, overall the pay-per-view wasn't super eventful for me, but it felt like it was a good show. I just feel like I wasn't as enthralled as I could have been. I, I wasn't as into it as I could have been. So for me, I found it really fun. Wait, but it was my first live. It was my first live pay-per-view. What do you think so. it was, Tim? I thought it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was fun for sure. Crowd had. Crowd had a great time. I had a pretty good time. Oh, there I you go. Young. True. And what could I ask for? I said hello. She's so gorgeous live. It's ridiculous. You were right. right. Yeah, you are indeed right. Jesus. I God bless me. I said hi to Sam Roberts, and he said hello, and said that he was Oh, nice. Here. I'm a huge fan of Sam Roberts, also. Like, I, I would have gotten a picture with him, too. Mm. Thing is, security kept hovering around, and we were trying to talk to them. And like we wanted people, to get people a got, with them. 
People got autographs, but like I didn't like want to ask for a whole picture because they were setting up for the pre-show. They were about to go. Oh, uh, right, okay. Like True. And they were like getting like Renee was like an autograph. Stylist come up and like fix her hair and makeup. Yeah. Mm. Like an autograph is quicker. But than a picture. So overall, for me, the show gets a it gets around like a B a B minus B grade somewhere in that area. Yeah, eighty percent. It was overall a mm. good show. It just wasn't something i was like glad i wasn't like overly glad i was there i was just kind of like you know it was worth the money it was a good show got some decent wrestling in it was indeed a sunday night wrestling show that it just happened to be live at but yeah. raw the next night for me was so much fun and it's speaking of raw let's go into raw i just wish yeah. the crowd was more alive for that one but... crowd looked kind of alive y'all cheered for her day with tommy I meant, holy I, shit oh yeah i meant my section though oh oh your section okay so i mean yes um, Raw overall was great. We knew that Lesnar was going to be there, so in your face, Tim, because the whole time you were like, he's not going to be, it's going to be a dark match. It's going to be a dark match. Haha, <laughs> he was there. So For like three, for like a minute. Congratulations. Hey, we got him. <laughs> and you know how much money he paid? He got paid. <laughs> we, he, got that him, boy got, we got him, though. That boy got paid. So first off, Kurt Angle comes out. Crowd goes nuts, as usual, with Kurt Angle. He gets the biggest reactions over all of the stars on his show, which is pretty sad. Um, so Angle comes out Basically was about to talk about last week's main event And then Strowman interrupts And then Kane interrupts Which by the way I was like when After Strowman came out Like the whole time I was like on the edge of my seat Like grabbing the edge of my seat Because Pyro isn't really my favorite thing in the whole world And I was mm. like I know Kane's Pyro is loud as fuck Because it's just a huge ass explosion with fire And I'm like Man this is going to scare the shit out of me Sure Except enough. there's no fire. So, well, yeah, now that there's no pyro, I was like, well, they, they could have done the Ryback thing where they made the pyro sound but didn't actually use pyro visually on stage. But all it was was like a kind of a mellowed out fire explosion as part of the music, so it was a little softer than if it were a pyro. So I was like sitting there the whole time waiting for Kane to come out so I could just relax. Finally, he was just like, poof. And I was like, oh, that's it? That was fine. <laughs> but I just found it funny that I was sitting there waiting this entire time because I knew I was going to get the shit scared out of me. And then it was nothing at all. So anyway, um, then Lesnar, then Heyman comes out and introduces Lesnar to come out before Angle can say anything. And then Angle is just like, all right, before the before it gets too crazy in here, it's going to be a triple threat match with Kane, Strowman, and Lesnar. Okay. <laughs> It's he was just like, I'm out. And then he just I'm got out. the he fuck out of there. He's like, bye. He literally goes, at Royal Rumble, it's going to be Kane versus Brock, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And it's damn true. Like, and he's like, nervous. It's damn true. Bye. Man, it was just so funny to see it. And then Lesnar beats the shit out of people, as he should. Yeah. I need Lesnar to stop selling, so. But this the is big thing of the, the big thing about that was the fact that Kane did the Undertaker sit-up, and then Le and then Strowman got up. Ooh. Yeah. They're and it was take, like spooky. Will they take more than one F5? Nah, yeah, probably. So that was that was okay. Then I was like, they didn't really build any matches before the show. But then they hyped Rollins versus Samoa Joe for after the break. And I was like, okay, I'm good with this match. And then Jason Jordan comes out instead of Samoa Joe. We're all like, like the crowd, okay. Man. The crowd shit all over Jason Jordan. I was, yeah, I was kind of, I was actually kind of curious. How was the crowd regarding, like, everyone's favorite illegitimate black son showing up? Dude, that was probably the, he was probably, he probably got the most heat. First off, 
they showed Reigns and Roman Reigns in a couple interviews, like, <laughs> in a couple of segments like that they didn't show on TV, like just like advertisements and stuff. The uh. crowd booed the shit out of it. Like if he was there, he would have got nuclear heat. But he, he who Reigns? Yeah, Reigns. But Jordan got the brunt of the nuclear heat tonight. Mm. And people were, Big surprise. People were actually cheering Jason's boring <laughs> too. I don't know, like, I I feel like with Jason Jordan right now, kind of makes sense. I say it makes sense. I'm gonna be honest but... with you and say I completely disagree. And I was the only right. one in the whole arena cheering for him huh. because he knows his character and he's doing it very well. He's supposed to be that whiny little bitch and that keeps whining until he gets what he wants and starts. Bu and now he's starting to actually bully people. Cause he basically oh, like, you should have been booing. You should have booed him then. Don't boo if he or don't cheer him if he's doing good work. Actually, boo him. Do what they want you to do. Sorry, that's a side tangent. Weren't you the one saying you were cheering all the heels the other night? <laughs> not the same thing. Oh, it's not the same thing. Okay, so, <laughs> so, basically, he was just like, I get you want Samoa Joe. You're not the only one. That's fair. And if you want to get to Joe, you have to get to me. And that's pretty cool. Like, I thought, that was, I thought that was pretty cool that they actually made him serious this time after being a whiny little bitch for all this time. So it was kind True. of, he was kind of like a snotty little asshole. And that's how, that's, he's doing it very well. And it's, he's supposed to be a baby face, but not. So it, it just works for me. It's kind of a Kurt Angle kind of style baby face, which is ironic because it's supposed to be his he, daddy. Because he doesn't know he's a baby. He doesn't know he's a heel. Exactly. And so... They still book him as a face sometimes, and you know it just it just works very well. So, hmm. um, then Joe comes out and he's just like, oh, <laughs> the way he acts, the way he acts about it, like the way the things he says, he's just like all the popular boys want to dance with me. <laughs> like he's just so sarcastic, it's great. So, what I hated about it though, it's such a little nitpick, but I'm just gonna have to say it. Joe basically booked the match. He was like, well, let's have Rollins versus Jordan. The winner faces me. And I was like, where's Angle to set this up? Like, if they wanted to do that, they should have had they should have had done this later so Angle could have come out instead of having him come out twice in a row. Mm. So, Joe mm. made the match. Rollins faced Jordan because Jordan, like, shoved, Rain, uh, shoved Rollins. So, Rollins got up and was like, all right, now I want to wrestle you. So, that happened, you know. Decent match. It was actually really good. It was one of Jason Jordan's better uh, encounters. But the thing is, he it, was a, it was a good match. I've noticed this. I'm noticing this now. He relies too much on suplexes. Everything he does I, is suplex. I think there was one interesting thing I noted during his match with Rollins, and like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna relate to this with the use of the suplexes, is that, I mean, Jason Jordan's trying the whole thing of like he's trying to be his dad. Right, and his dad was an amateur wrestling, has an amateur wrestling background, so does Jason Jordan. But also, it kind of weirded me out that he was pulling out all the suplexes the night after his former teammate, who's also a uh, former amateur Olympic wrestler, pulled out some of the best suplexes I've ever seen. That's so true. That's so it might that might actually be something later on, and it it made me really intrigued because. Like seeing seeing Jordan pull out all those suplexes on Rollins, I was just like, "Wow, those look really good." And I'm like, "Wait, didn't Chad Gable do this 24 hours ago? That's weird. That's really weird." No, you're right. Um, yeah. But you know. So that's yeah. This is just a little interesting point there, but yeah, carry on, Tyler. So, sorry. No, you're good. I, I kind of want to start like I feel like I'm getting too deep into this, and I kind of want to just like hit the brief points. So anyway. 
uh, Rollins beat Jordan, which I was kind of hoping that Jordan was going to win. And then a whole brawl came out, like, happened, and then they booked, uh, Angle booked the bar and Joe versus uh, Ambrose Rollins and Jordan. So that made me know that, you know, Reigns wasn't going to be there. To be honest, I'm if Jordan won, I wouldn't be look. I wouldn't look forward that much to Jordan versus Joe. I, don't I would. I don't know why. So like, they're both they're both pretty technical wrestlers. They're both kind of the same build because Jordan just Jordan's a little bit on the slimmer side. Yeah. I feel like they would yeah. really well. I feel like they would. It's one of those situations where either they would mesh really well because they're similar, or they would be awful together because they're too similar. It that's the other problem too is like they're too similar in like technical styles, but then because of like you know the body type uh, difference, Joe would have a greater advantage. Well, that and their gimmicks are so different too. I feel like right, really yeah, the way they yeah. Because one of them, one of them was trying to be his one trying one of them was trying to be like you know the modern day Angle, and the other is you know the Samoan submission machine. Yeah, one of them is bad, and the other one is being too good. Right. That he's bad, <laughs> in the sense of the fans, but. You know, um, so it also seemed like because last week they had Balor versus the Miztourage, just like this week in some sort of fashion. So this week they had a hand right. match, but it seems like they're building towards Balor Miz in the long run and have Miz to come back and probably in future. When Miz comes back, yeah, whenever that is. So whenever they're done filming the Marine, um, uh, ten? No, six, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> I knew when they booked it as a handicap match, it wasn't going to go the way they wanted it to. And sure enough, Fowler won by DQ because they kept they wouldn't lay off and the ref called for the bell. Uh, and then the big moment was Hideo Itami came out, who was supposed to debut on 205 Live this week, but they've decided to call him up early and have him debut on Raw. And they had him team with Finn Balor to take on the Miztourage, and Itami performed the GTS for the win. So, Tim? the crowd was so dead. Okay, it was. Dan, that's all I needed from Tim. Wait, the crowd was dead. No, they weren't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh wait, are we still on? Are we still on Raw? Yeah, well, we're talking about a Tommy Balor. I was like, shit, shit. Yeah, wait, I realized that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait, the crowd's I'm dead. Sorry. No, I'm, yeah. I was. Well, they were more live than I thought. Sma I was yeah, they were. Smackdown. They were live Smackdown. that night. Yeah. No, yeah, SmackDown. 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 <laughs> so yes, we can get to that. Uh, the crowd. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, the crowd popped huge for Hideo, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hideo got a strong showing on Raw, and he's a babyface, which I think is better yep. suited for him than being a heel. Um, because I think it takes more connection with the fans to be a heel, and I feel like you don't really need to connect as much as a babyface, but. Um, I will say that en uh, Enzo and Drew Gulak were hilarious on Raw. Oh my god. Gulak faces Cedric, and the best was the pre-match promo where Enzo goes, I never hand the mic off, but I'll give it to my guy. And then he basically, they talk, they make Star Wars references, because the new movie just came out. And he's then Enzo's yeah. like, you know me, smack talk a Skywalker, you know, the way he is. And then Big Gulak, smack talk a Skywalker. And then Gulak, that's because a, the crowd is cheering him so much, he needs to find a way to get heat. And so he picks the most hated character in Star Wars. And he's like, well, when it comes to Star Wars, I'm more of a Jar Jar uh, Binks. Jar Jar Binks. And I was yeah, like, that's good. so funny. I was like, that's so clever. That's so good. But the crowd still cheered. And then <laughs> they actually, uh, my section Pickle. actually started a Pickle power w. chant. They were like, PowerPoint, PowerPoint. 
and he was about to show it, and then Cedric interrupted, which I was kind of hoping that Gulak would win, so I was kind of really upset that uh, Cedric won the match, because Cedric, I feel mm. like, is one of the most bland superstars in 205 Live. Bland in what way? Black excellence. Bland in that he has no character. He's boring. I have mm. no yes. defining characteristic to describe him. Yeah, okay. He dances. No, that's Rich Swan. So does Rich Swan. Cedric doesn't dance. That's Rich Swan. Fuck! Cedric was the one that feuded with Noam Dar over Alicia Fox, but now he doesn't have Alicia, so he's really... Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. And now, also, Noam Dar is out on the shelf for a while. That sucks. Rip. So, anyway, then it leads to a backstage segment where, like, Naya is talking with Enzo, and then Drew Gulak that comes weird. up. And I found it so funny. He comes up with a tissue up his nose. And he looks like he's so, like, beaten up. And he's just like... The funniest part is that Enzo's talking all silent, like all quiet, and Naya's talking pretty quiet. And then Gulak comes up, he's like, Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, Drew, to tell you, Enzo, I lost the match, but I'll handle it. <laughs> like, he just I, 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 I don't I don't get the whole Enzo Naya thing. It, I, I, I don't get it either. Because the, 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 the whole point was that Naya asked for time off, and they yeah to her. And then they wanted to find a way to use her on TV still, so they put her in this feud with Enzo she, so she wouldn't have to wrestle. But lately she's been Is it a feud? But lately she's been interfering with the Absolution and Raw Women's Division stuff. Right. So it really just doesn't make any sense at this point. But it's fine. It's whatever. Um, it's kind of funny. And it You know what's even funnier is the YouTube channel for the highlights put uh Nia Jax slides in the Enzo's DM. DMs. I'm sitting there like, what are you dead. doing, WWE? WWE's YouTube account has been like weird recently and that they put in things like that and they also put in i think my favorite video in the history of youtube videos this year uh matt hardy laughs for 10 hours straight yeah 10 hours straight yeah oh, it's king brilliant ross, king ross has to watch that for the whole video and live stream it because they did i i uh, i don't think they're live streaming it i think they filmed that earlier today no it's That's live stream so oh are they live streaming it oh god it's tomorrow actually tomorrow morning it starts oh. Fuck. That'll Shout, be out to Coca Shout out Shout to Cultaholics. Shout out to Cultaholics. Um, but yeah, so we can carry. carry are we carrying on with Raw? What's left? Carry, carry yes. on away. Oscar beat Alicia Fox. Okay. Next. Um. So. Okay. Uh, for some reason, the heels, uh, uh, Joe and the Bar defeated Rollins, Ambrose, and Jason Jordan because Ambrose looked like he got injured. Apparently, the injury was real, but they kind of worked it into the story as well. Um, but then mm. we saw a limo pull up, and we're like, who is this? I was honestly thinking it was Absolution. Um, but Stephanie came out, and I was shocked. Yeah. And yes. Owen, of all people, Owen called this right away, and he was just like, There's gonna, they're going to announce a Women's Royal Rumble. He was like, yeah. Absolution's main eventing. That's pretty obvious once the McMahon comes. He was like, Absolution's main eventing, and Stephanie is here. Yeah. That's the thing. After you put that in the group chat, I I had like second thoughts about it, but then afterwards I was like, wait, no, that makes so much sense. It really does, and it, it played out exactly the way I thought when I started thinking about it. Um, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy did different promos throughout the night. Um, Matt Hardy was playing chess with Napoleon, a goldfish. Yes, man, Napoleon Dynam or Bonaparte. Dynamite. <laughs> you, you fucked up. <laughs> you anyway, I, I, anyways, yeah, you know, because it was good, and and Matt Hardy, I love how 
not that this character's bad. Matt, Hart- Matt Hardy can go back to like the older characters he's mentioned. So like on his Twitter, he mentioned like, oh, I'm glad you guys met uh, my good friend Napoleon. He hangs out with um, Smokin' Joe, the kangaroo, George Washington, the giraffe, and uh, his pet monkeys, the, uh, the Young Bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so his spot monkeys. I, I was the Walking character is... that we didn't get to see Broken Matt wrestle, but it's fine. I think they're. I don't know when they're saving that for. The Woken character is different from the Broken character, though. It is, but not by much. Well, he's doing more of the meme that was the later part of the Broken character. Right. The Broken character wasn't originally that meme. Yeah. Because it was like a fucked up, like, Jeff Hardy fucked me up type of thing. True. But he was just completely nuts. Now he's just completely nuts. I just can't wait until they bring the drones back. Oh, God. That's going to be fucking you think, hilarious. Do you think we can get live drones in the WWE arena? Or do you think that just like there's just a lot of unsafe things about that idea? They would probably... They're pro- yeah, they'd probably... Well, they'll let it slide for, like, one night. Yeah. We're not going to get the fireworks shooter, though. No, of course not. Oh, no, there's no way we're getting that. So We're going to get... Here's... If anything, we're going to get the drones... We're going to get at least one great war. We're going to get Senior Benjamin back. Yes! My boy, Senior Benjamin. Yeah. My guy. The true star of that entire fucking thing. Will we get... Um, oh, we'll probably get Maxwell. Will He'll probably bring... King bring Maxwell. King Maxwell, yes. Is it King He'll... Maxwell or Prince Maxwell? King Maxwell. Okay. He'll probably bring in his kid for one match. I mean, hey, his kid is one and know in professional wrestling right now. Is he? Holy yeah, he, he got a pin over Rockstar Spud. And Rockstar Spud was supposed to debut tonight. Yep, we'll see if that happens. Yep. Oh, it didn't. Oh, it didn't? That's hilarious. Well, he's been, he was backstage at Raw and at SmackDown. I think there's I think they're saving it for something, but I don't know what. He's not that big of a star to save. He's not, that's the thing. That's what that's what weirded me out. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. To be honest, I'd rather see Spud in like two oh five or NXT. Well they're gonna be playing two oh five. He's going to be in two oh five, that's the thing. Plan is two oh five. They yeah, write, they're not going to have them debut on SmackDown. They write all their shows on a day off basis, basically, yeah. at this point. You can, we can tell. Oh, yeah. We can tell. Uh, what happened after... Sure they still write. First off, if we, didn't get an, if we already didn't get enough with Brock coming out, with Hideo debuting, and Stephanie being in the building... The fucking Revival's back, bitches! I was like, Heat Slater and Ryan came out for a tag match, and I was like, club? Because earlier in the night... I saw, I was sitting right along where the curtain is to go backstage on the other side of the arena. Hmm. And, because there were a bunch of openings that surround, like, around the arena. And I saw Carl Anderson poke his head through the curtain. And I was like, alright, so maybe it's the club. Because they hadn't wrestled, they didn't wrestle that last night. They didn't wrestle on Made of right. on Raw. But Carl Anderson was there. And then, you know, uh, the revival returned. And it was awesome. Uh... Yeah. The thing is, the crowd didn't pop as much as I thought they were going to, which really sucks. I hope the revival can get back on track. I really hope they do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping really, they could. I get hoping they sad. they pick up where they left off. That was sad. They got they I, came in, one got injured, they came back, one got injured again. Got injured. Yep. The other got injured. That's the sad. So, yeah. First Dash got injured, and then they came back, and Scott got injured. Or was it the other way around? No, you were. Either right. way, you're but right. like. Yeah. So I really hope they can get on track because I would really rather not pink slip them. 
anyway, <laughs> I think that my prediction, because <coughs> excuse me, because we had the whole thing with predicting champions for by WrestleMania time, I think that Revival will be tag champions by WrestleMania so they can defend against the Hardys. The broken Hardys. I don't remember who I said would be tag champions. I think I said the Revival of the club, but yeah. I be, think it might be Revival I think that, versus the broken Hardys. I think that now that they've been gone for six months, I don't think that's a chance. There's a chance. Could be. I mean, they never know. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it is that well, chance, but it's well, just very slim. The problem is they it can't be rebuild. the Hardys because Jeff's out until March. Yeah. Ish. Ish. He's gonna be back for Mania, I think. But they said what six to eight months? Yeah, eight maximum. I think it was. And he got hurt in September. Yeah. August. Yeah, that sounds right. Some of that. But yeah, that's like, I don't know. I was really, I, I am really hoping the knock on wood that um, if Jeff happens to be like healthy enough to make it for uh, the Rumble, he comes out to his old like singles entrance because that fucking theme was amazing. Yeah, I love that. No one. more words? Yeah, no more words. Oh my God, I love that theme so much. He wrote it, I'm pretty sure. Did he? I think so. Yeah, he wrote it and recorded it. But anyway, so... <laughs> Moving on, I'm going to actually kind of just briefly summarize because this is all kind of a connected segment, which was interesting. So Elias sat, like Elias came in the ring, and I was really happy. The crowd was crazy into Elias. He was like, "Who wants to walk with Elias?" And the building exploded. He might have got. The oh yeah, it was wild that night. Yeah. He actually got the loudest pop of the night, and he knew it too because he smirked after he heard it. Good for him. But then he turned the crowd. He he turned heel on the crowd by talking about like Roger Goodell and. Uh, Tom Brady and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Um, but then all the divas, all the uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Mickey James all interrupted him. It was funny because Sasha Banks and Mickey James came out and he was like, You know, I usually don't allow women in, in here. Like he's, he's like, I usually don't allow uh, an audience out here, but the ladies want to walk with Elias. Yeah. And then Bailey, huh. and, then, uh, and then he was just like, <laughs> it, must be, it must be glad. And he's like, I'm glad to be me tonight. Um, I mean, with those two, I wouldn't be too. I know. And Bailey came out and uh, went to try and hug him, but he gave up and left. Uh, but then the six ta the six woman tag match ended in a DQ. Really, really short match. It was barely even a match. Uh, Absolution started beating down Sasha, and then Nia Jax came out, and then the rest of the Raw uh, uh, women's division, and then Stephanie came out and announced the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. And apparently, this whole thing, the women had no idea that Stephanie was going to do that, so their reaction was 100% genuine. Oh, do they really not know? And that's why it seemed like they broke character for a bit, because Sonya Deville quit. Oh. Hmm, interesting. So, overall, it was a really great episode of Raw, way more eventful than Clash of Champions, simply because more, more shit happened. Well, mm. stories were advanced, because it was a television episode, not a pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, I so. mean, even at paper, even at the pay per view, I didn't feel like any story was really like I don't know. I didn't feel like any story That's, was advanced besides well, yeah, the tag feud. Yeah. With Steph, uh, it's the end of the year. They're trying to just bullshit till Rumble. Exactly. You're right. That's, That's the, the yeah. That's that was the, the thing. Main, that was the main theme that Tim had said at the show. He was like, "They're just gonna bullshit till Rumble," and I was like, "Yep." Yeah. Speaking of the Rumble, because now that we have two Royal Rumble matches announced, um. Uh let's, uh let's let's talk about how this is gonna make sense. Actually, let's talk about the women's rumble first. Yeah. Better idea actually. Uh, 
do you do we want me to lead the way because i'm probably go uh, ahead go for expecting it, yeah. to know what i'm gonna say go for it okay um sure i'll take it i guess let's give all let's give a bunch of women's gimmicks matches wow i was ready, uh, I was ready for a way more negative answer than that it is what it is what like you're right I don't uh, know more about and I guess women a bone than actually making a good story out of it. That's the thing. I don't. I don't think these women are ready for it. But I don't know. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of concerns. But carry on, Tim. But we can also tie into what Yusuf said. Um, how does this logistically work on the pay per view? Because the yeah. rumble itself is a big thing. It takes an hour of the show. So okay, here's here's how you have to break it down because it's gonna be weird. So the rumble is uh, the men's rumble that is now because we have to differentiate. Fucking a, um, thirty men as usual, standard as it's been except for that one year in 2011, I think it was, right? We don't talk about that. No, we do not. Um, never happened. Anyways, that's yeah, minimum 50 minutes. That rumble needs at least 50 minutes. Any rumble does, right? Maximum, I think it goes like the longest is an hour, two minutes. And it's thirty, and it's thirty participants with coming in in with uh, or twenty eight participants coming in at a minute and a half a piece. So right. you need at least. Let me do the math real quick. You need at least forty two minutes, assuming yeah. we follow the same rules for the women. That's two hours now that we've knocked out for the. Well, people. here's the thing: how many people are going to be in the women's rumble? Because they've never said how many. We've also never said the amount of time in between participants. Yeah. So here's that too. Well, I would assume it's standard rumble rules. I would with, assume so. Also, I've heard it's either I heard it might be twenty, with maybe twenty people. That's what I. Which think. means it'll take forty-five minutes. So that's still like a. In essence, we do lose two hours now, right. of, of the Rumble pay-per-view, and two Royal Rumbles are gonna wipe your crowd. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. So here's. I do saying. because the Rumble's a like big crowd attraction. And the crowd's always super into the Rumble. So right now, the, the, of the confirmed names, we have all of the Raw women's division that's not Alexa. So we have yep. Nikki, Sasha, Nia, Dana, Bailey, Paige, Sonya, Mandy, Alicia, and Asuka. That's 10. That's we, 10. We have Naomi confirmed for SmackDown. That's 11. So that makes 11. So you think, um, let's see, we have Ruby Riot. We have... Um, What's her face? If you put an all, if you put an all of Riot Squad, Riot Riot Squad, so that's fourteen now. Fourteen. Put in, put in the rest of SmackDown minus Carmella. Minus and Charlotte and Carmella. Charlotte and Carmella. That should actually wait. No. Balance out to about eighteen. Are we are we going to exclude Carmella because I think something might happen, and I'm not sure what. Well, I am kind of sure what, I'm but also it doesn't make sense. I'm excluding both Champion and Money in the Bank. Okay. That's fair. I'm not sure. If that's the thing. That's another thing we talked about. We, Owen and I, I think we talked about it. We're not sure if they're gonna exclude her or not. We, well, probably they probably won't, but they won't have a win. So that's fine. Exactly. So I'll put her name down. So right now so we, are we should at be 10. at about nineteen. We're at eighteen. Yeah, we should. What we're 18? at eighteen. Yeah. Okay. I read, a t I read a tweet somewhere saying that Ronda's gonna be involved. So that's nineteen. I also saw. Oh, I also saw fan art that Nikki Bella was on it. So that makes twenty. That makes twenty. I've also, also heard also rumor. Peyton Royce and Billy I also, Kay, right? I've heard that as well. I've heard Gail Kim's coming back for it, rumored. 
I heard Trish which makes come back as well. I've heard that as well. Yeah, that's the thing. They're there like, might be an NXT call up in there. Well, Bro. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. That yeah. could be 30. We could have 30. We could actually have 30, yeah. But, which Okay, have the Women's Royal Rumble on the kickoff. It's a, yeah, four, it's a four hour no, we can't do that. No, you can't do that. That's fucking. For, that takes forever. For a kickoff, that takes fucking forever. That's your. It's that's half of your kickoff show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's okay, half the kickoff. So, which is fine. Wait. Wait. Exactly. That's, if it's a four but, hour show, we're gonna have a two hour kickoff show. On top of that. So half you were right. Match. Take up the second okay. the kickoff. Well, here's the other thing. Are they gonna keep it traditional rules as the regular rebel goes, and that they have a minute and is it a minute or a minute and a half? Ninety ninety seconds. It's ninety seconds. A minute and a half. Are they gonna do that? Or are they gonna do like a minute, maybe thirty seconds in between? Like, how's it gonna also, work? Also, also, is it gonna be like standard women's battle royal rules, or is it gonna be standard battle royal rules? So have... Is it through the, over the top rope, or is it through the ropes? I'm pretty sure it's over the, the top rope. It's probably gonna be if it if, if they're if, if it's a royal. If, yeah, rumble, I'm going to, it has say to go it's top. be the same rules of the Royal Rumble match, just with women. So same time yep. frame in between, same rule of elimination, all of it. I think it's just going to be the same. Well, because most of these women can't clothesline the other over the top rope. Not just not because they're bad, it's just because they're short. Well, they don't have to clothesline. They can just lift from uh, lift them from their legs. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But besides that, I like logistically be speaking, it makes the Rumble a little more of a mess. It does make them. I'm looking at this completely logistical. It also, it also just doesn't make sense. It just really, I mean, honestly, it just, there's no intrigue behind it for me as to who's going to win. I already know who's going to win, so there's really no point in it. Well, you tell me, because I don't. Asuka. There's Asuka's going to win? Yes, she's undefeated. And they will not, hmm. let, they will not let that tarnish her undefeated streak. Does that count as tarnishing the undefeated streak? Yeah, because it adds a loss to her record. She just won't be pinned. Or submitted. Does that add a loss to records? No, because it's not a singles loss. Or a match. Or like a straight or like a match where you can lose. I would say yeah. I would say they will have Oscar win. I I see what you're saying, and you're probably right, and I didn't even think of that. Have, I was sitting, I was sitting here like, yeah. Sorry. I was like, why is this so obvious? Yeah, because if they have Nikki in the match, Nikki Bell in the match, it'll be to set up whatever mm -hmm. match she has at Mania if she has one, or it'll just be a one-off appearance. Same with all the other legends that come back, like Trish and Gale and stuff. In my opinion, I don't think Gale will come back full time to WWE. I think she's had way too negative of an experience before. Um, yeah. I think that if Ronda comes in, it'll be to set up the four horsemen, the horsewomen versus versus horsewomen match. Yeah. Um, I think that that's all you need to know. That's it. Because the rest of them, no one, I don't give a fuck about any of the rest of them. If Paige doesn't, okay, so here's my prediction: Oscar, win, Oscar wins the Roy, uh, women's Royal Rumble. Paige win, mm. uh, Paige beats Alexa at uh, whatever the pay, elimination chamber. Or at Rumble, could be at Rumble, and then they just swap Paige with Alexa, and then we have Paige versus Oscar at Mania, and Oscar wins. Hmm. We're just gonna throw my girl Alexa. Wow. Okay. Well, like, are you are you? So you're assuming that Raw wins the Women's Rumble? Yeah, and SmackDown will win the Men's Rumble because. Because yeah. Nakamura. Because you know the match. Because the match. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think it's either right. Paige or Oscar. 
Oh, that just made me so sad. Now, now I just don't want to see it because you've just completely booked it correctly. <laughs> it's like because now I know what's gonna happen. Hey, Hold on, can I, can I, can I backtrack for a sec? When you said it, yeah. it won't be on the kickoff because it's the women's and they're trying to build the women and nobody watches kickoff. So that makes sense too. That's that I thought of as which when is, I said it. Which is why, which is why again we sit here and go, we're gonna have two rumbles on this, on this uh, the, on a four-hour show. We're gonna. Kill that crowd. If that's the case, we'll have the women's rumble open and the men's rumble closed. That's the only way I would say you could book it. Where is that? See, it's such a... That just makes everything such a clusterfuck. Oh, Colin, what do you think? Let me... <laughs> yeah, I gotta gather some yeah, thoughts. Colin, Colin, go. Yeah. Oh. I... I... Uh... That's my thought on it. It's just it does it does seem like a clusterfuck, if you want my opinion. Well, that's because it is. <sighs> oh man, like, and and we have so we have the triple threat, two rumbles, probably a WWE title match. Uh, probably. What else? So I also have a feeling we're gonna see a six. We have two hours. Match. We have to fill. So. I, I think they're building to a six-man tag as well. I think they're building to Shield versus Joe in the bar. Winner take all. I think that'll open, that'll probably open the show. So it'll be, that might yeah. So that sounds like an open. I have a feeling it'll be Roman and Dean and Seth. If Roman comes in as IC champion versus Joe, def trying to get the IC title in the bar, defending the tag titles. Winner takes all. So Roman will get the IC and Dean and Seth will get the tag. And then if Joe in the bar win, Joe gets the IC title. The bar gets the. Uh, tag belts. I think that the latter of that would make sense because the Rumble is where they're going to start building up. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, Roman's got to lose this title. Roman, yeah, yeah, Roman's got to lose this so title. So I've also, I mean, I've also heard that he won't lose the title and they could go for a Warrior Hogan style winner take all. <laughs> wait, winner, winner take all him and Brock? No. Wait, 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 Tyler, hold on. Yes, him and yes, Brock, winner take all? Yes, him and Absolutely Brock. Absolutely not. No, 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 which, no, 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 no. Which means no, no, Roman no, no, no. wins all, LOL. Right, and exactly. They might do it. I will not be surprised if they do it. But I will be, I would much prefer Joe with the IC title. And that, and that, and if they do that match, that can be where Dean turns on Seth. Or in the Rumble later on in the night. Hmm. That, okay, so the tag match can plant the seeds for it. And then, because uh, on Raw, um, they had, Seth did a dive off the top, and he caught Dean in it, and that's what hurt Dean's elbow. So Dean can use that as as his, just, his uh, justifiable reason for turning on Seth. So Seth and Dean and Roman, the Shield lose their six-man tag because of something involving Dean and Seth. They're clearly upset with each other. They go on to the Rumble. Dean eliminates Seth. There you go. Mm. Or Seth eliminates mm. Dean as like a friendly competition thing. Like, every man for themselves, man. I'm sorry I had to do it. And then Dean pulls Seth out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, now that the New Year is coming up, and that means the Rumble is coming up, that means WrestleMania has to start getting built. And therefore, the Shield's got to go, unfortunately. So that Roman can look Roman, and then Seth and Dean can do whatever they want outside of that. So I'm going to compile this. So we have Lesnar, Strowman, Kane, which honestly has no storyline relevance. It's just to have Lesnar wrestle. Kane will get mm. a pin. 
and Roman and uh, Strowman can still lose to Lesnar. So that's that's how that'll be done. Uh, WWE title, I feel like, will be either Zayn versus Styles or Corbin versus Styles. Um, I don't know how how that'll go. I think I need to wait a bit before we see what. It'll be AJ. Whoever it is, it's AJ. Well, yeah, AJ's yeah. definitely winning. I'm not saying that. AJ's definitely saying, winning, yeah. I'm just saying the storyline reasoning behind it. I, I don't... It doesn't matter. I don't know what the match is going to be, but I know that, that Styles will win the match. I'm going to be a massive hypocrite and say it doesn't even matter. No, I, I agree with you, dude. Um, just, just something to do. Yep. Um, And then Shinsuke will oh, well. the men's rumble to set up the yeah, match. Yeah, we know. The match, of course. So this is the card I have so far, and they could just stick with this card, just through and through. Um, I have Universal Title: Lesnar, Strowman, Kane. WWE Title: AJ versus either Baron or Zayn. The Women's Rumble won by either Oscar or Paige. The Men's Rumble won by Nakamura, and the six-man tag winner-take-all match. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty accurate. That could easily be the, the whole show. U.S. Title might be in there. If they really want to squeeze it i mean i don't know what that match is. um well that depends on dolph ziggler we don't know what I'm, we don't know I'm what the title status is i'm seeing reports now that he's actually gone so <laughs> what? Was... i gotta so was that a shoot then <laughs> i guess that was a shoot you know yeah. what let's talk about this since we're talking about the shows um SmackDown happened, of course, since it's, well, it was, it's Wednesday now. It's, uh, yeah, but SmackDown happened, and um, a, a very, very questionable thing happened. A little too questionable. Um, so Dolph Ziggler, I'm just going to skip the rest of it. Okay, by the way, can I just say about the SmackDown, did Teddy Long book this shit? Because there were too many tag team matches. Anyways. Holla, holla. Playa. Um, so Dolph Ziggler comes out and he's got a suit and they're like hyping, they, they hyped a promo for his like United States championship celebration since he won to everybody's surprise yesterday or two days ago. Fuck. You get the idea. And so he comes out and he's got the suit and he's got the U.S. title with him and he's talking about, you know, how he's, he surprised everybody and he's U.S. champ again and, you know. He's like, I told you all, but, you know, I'm going to celebrate my second reign. Yeah, that's right. I'm a two-time U.S. champion because you idiots forgot. And he starts showing, like, old footage of his past title reign. So he showed his U.S. title reign the first time he won in 2011. He showed uh, the fact that he's a five-time Intercontinental champion. So he showed all that. He showed that he is a former world champion. And he was like, you know what? If you guys want... You know, some, I forget what the fuck exactly he said. But basically he was, it, it sounded like a, it did sound like a shoot. And he just looked at the title, put it down in the middle of the ring, and just walked away. And that confused the fuck out of me. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> like, I said this earlier, sorry Tyler, I'll quickly. I said this earlier in the show, this is a very, like, Tetsuya Naito thing to do. But... The difference is, uh, one's getting pushed to the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, and the other is Dolph Ziggler. So carry on, Tyler. I just think that it didn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It just literally makes zero. Nothing like, what Ziggler, was the point of any of that? I think they just stopped booking Ziggler logically anymore because they know that they, if they book him logically, they're gonna treat him illogically. So they might as well just book him illogically to match up with how they treat him. 
um, I just saw this tweet that uh, Chris Cyborg actually tweeted, saying any Rumble, uh, Royal Rumble match without hashtag Cyborg seems in incomplete at Triple H. Oh God, no! Lord. Four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Yeah. All right. I okay. Four so three. So there's yeah. a bunch of thank you Ziggler hashtags on the, on the on the thing. So apparently his contract is up. Yeah, I guess so. It was supposed to be up very soon, but yeah. I guess it's up now. I saw okay. I saw oh, one. His contract isn't up till next year in October, and the others were all just he's done. That's I've it. I've heard a lot of people talking about his contract expiring, so I'm assuming his contract is now expired. Yeah, thank you Ziggler is trending right now too. So my guess is, WWE feels bad because they know they treated him like shit. And he's really upset. So they gave him, so they gave just him a like, legal match to let him leave on good terms. He left. And now they also had no idea where to take the U.S. title, I feel like. I feel like they wanted to take it off Corbin, but they didn't know where to go with it. So now they have time. They Bobby Roode. themselves time. No, I don't, think they were, I don't think they're ready to give it to Bobby yet. I think they're trying to buy themselves time. And I think if they... I think it'll be Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal. And I think sure. either one of them will win, and I won't care. I think it'll be good for either of them. The, hang on, let's, I don't know what y'all feel about Ziggler, but I got it. Let, let me get this out here real quick. He's not that nice. I don't know why he keeps thinking he's that nice. He okay, you can oversell. You, yeah, are a, you are a poor man's Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. That's what you are. Stop thinking you that nice. You're not punk. You don't have a voice. You're garbage. Yep. There's yep. no character. There wasn't ever really a character there. There's a re I saw someone who put a comment on YouTube saying he's sad he never got a WWE title run. No, it's not. Bitch, well, no, who, it's not. Ziggs? Uh. Bitch, no, it's not. Four years ago when he did the double turn with, with Alberto, I thought he that I actually thought there was something there. Now yeah. nope. Nope. Garbage. Because Garbage. they had something there. But then no, they, they didn't. lost it. Well they did, but they, they couldn't follow They through. had it, but they lost it. They couldn't follow through. He got he got legit hurt, so I'll 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 Reel it back and mm. say he did. I'll pump the brakes and say he did get hurt. So, okay. But he's not that nice. Let's let's stop acting like he's that nice. He's. He. I, I wasn't. I was never like. I was never a humongous fan of Ziggler, but I appreciated his work ethic to a point, and then he just got annoying. I felt like I always just kind of got annoyed. So, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's fine. People were like. Bullet Club, New Japan, fine, go over there. Fine, I don't care. <laughs> Goodbye. Bullet Club? What's that? What? Bullet Club? Who? Who? New Japan? Who? BWG? Who? Young Bucks? Who? What? TV Richards? Crispin Watt? Who? Who? Anyways. <laughs> Man. We still got that gimmick, even though we're now countries away from each other. Yep. Um, but yeah, so if this is the last we've seen of Dolph Ziggler, then, uh... I'm good. That was okay. a really weird walkout. Bye, Ziggler. That's my response. Okay. It just was, oh, it okay. just, it just was so, such a random timing. Yusuf, go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, so Cody Rose and Zack Ryder have a little bit of beef now because, um... You may notice today is the six-year anniversary of the infamous, quote-unquote, indie darling champion photo that was taken after TLC that year. 
And so it's got, you know, Beth Phoenix as women's champion. It's got Evan Bourne and Kofi as tag team champs. Uh, Cody is Intercontinental champ. Daniel Bryan is the world heavyweight champion. Punk is WWE champion. And Zack Ryder is US champion, which doesn't really fit into that, but you get the idea. Yeah, anyway, is. so the beef, the beef unfortunately stems from someone dug that photo up and tweeted Cody Rhodes about it and was like, hey, Cody, um, you know, it's been six years since this photo. How do you feel about it? You know, since it's like all over. You don't know, hold on. I'm going to find this right now. All right. So. <clears throat> oh, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this. Um, it's so funny. Uh, I'm actually looking at the feed right now, and Cody's actually okay, yeah. wrong. So Cody said, really? So Cody quoted CM Punk saying, "This is not for Twitter, just for us." And then he said, yeah. two seconds after this picture was taken, Ryder put it on Twitter because apparently it was something that was gonna be like a huge deal, like it was gonna like set the world on fire, and they didn't want that. Somebody, uh, uh Evan, uh, and then Ryder replies and just says, "No, I didn't." Uh, and then Matt Seidel, who was Evan Bourne, replied and said, I believe you, bro. And then some other some other fan tagged a post <clears throat> CM Punk, who posted the picture. Ah, uh, okay. So there's no actual beef. Although I love this well, about Cody's beef. tweet. It's that Cody is like accusing Zack Ryder of something that CM Punk did. Yeah, but here's the thing. very much but, like what Cody would do. But here's the thing, though. Actually, Cody actually texted it like two hours before, and he said he, and he, said he was wrong. Punk tweeted it. But then, yeah, Zach said to fuck off and yeah, apologize. This is, part, this is the part where I love about Cody. He's just like, I just prefer the version where Zach did it. Because they're supposed to be yeah. like this <laughs> in real life. Because Cody and Zach are like apparently really good friends outside of like working. They go on like amusement park rides together. Yeah, they're like I don't know. adrenaline junkies together apparently. Yeah, it's like kind of cute, but weird. But uh, yeah, oh. here's that. Former <laughs> Ring of Honor world champion Cody Rhodes. They retired the Ring of Honor, which is... Yep. Well, they had to, because it was Cody's gimmick. That's such a good gimmick. That was so good. It is. I loved that. The Ring of Honor. So, yeah, now Cody has to go into Wrestle Kingdom without the title, but hey, he still got Cody. How did it take Ring of Honor 10 years to think of that? I don't know. I really don't know. Honestly. And they had guys, like, holding the title that could have... That's the thing. Like they had guys that have held the title before that could have it could have worked with them. Yeah, I or that could have just been like the gimmick because like yeah. it's such a Ring of Honor thing to do. Right, but I guess they just didn't bother with they it. They probably couldn't afford it at the time. That might yeah, that might have been it. Well, I will say though, um, another change that happened to the Wrestle Kingdom card is that uh, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega is now a no DQ match. Oh yeah, that is that actually is a bigger change than people think it is. Why is that? Because now he can use the broom. Uh, no, because now, now he club. can use Bullet Club. I hope not. I hope so. Well, here's the thing. Some I, I need to find this. Am I supposed to be watching so Is someone going to send you, you the stream? So, it's going to be good. So I'm going to send you a stream. So I Colin, heard... send me the stream. I know you'll stream it. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard that Jericho is going to be wrestling more matches after he faces Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And so... There's also this whole thing with tension between Cody and Kenny. So, so this might be see, the night where they get rid of Kenny. Yeah, could we see the Bullet Club come out and act like they're going to help Kenny, and then they turn on him instead? Or what happens out, is... And then it leads to a rematch. Right, or what could happen is they do the match, and the Bullet Club comes out because they're like, oh, we got to help the boss. But then while they try to, Cody ends up you know, hitting Omega. And when they're like, Cody, why'd you do that? Did you do that accidentally? And he's like, sure I did. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hint, hint. 
and then that leads to the tension but that leads to further tension between that also buys time for kenny to beat jericho and then go on to face cody yeah and then and then kenny goes to wwe sure or they both go to wwe (laughs) sure poor new japan (laughs) i mean hey they still have okada oh no they're doing they're doing totally fine more than fine yeah it was like at the time that was such a big pluck and now it's just like not even a thing yeah, but um, besides that, that, we yeah, have two other so... superstars that are, might be going to WWE soon. Uh, well, three Impact. technically. Yeah, well, no. So, Impact this is indie news. This is Yusuf's territory. No, for, first, we're saying oh. Impact dudes. That happened. That came ah, first. right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, Who? Uh, two guys from uh GFW, whatever they are. Who? Impact. GFW. Wrestling. It's Impact Wrestling. Who? Impact. Um, their contracts are Who? expiring. Kim. Kim. I just said Kim. Tim, stop. For one second. <laughs> For one Sorry. second, please. So, uh, actually, Ethan Carter III and Bobby Lashley both have expiring contracts, and both of which, as speculated by Meltzer, fuck you, Dave Meltzer, are expected <laughs> to go to WWE. Either one or both of them. I could see both of them going. And so yeah, definitely. That's, a pr- that's pretty huge news. That could do a lot for both brands, regardless of what brand or brands they both end up on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Yusuf, yeah, indie guy territory. That's that's you. Right, yeah, because this is my fucking territory. So, in addition to that news, um, reports swamp. were released. This is Moss Swamp, goddammit. Uh, it was reported, what, like today or like yesterday? Today. Like, super recently? Um, that Ricochet will be joining the Ross, the NXT roster, or NXT or 205 Live, something like that, sometime after the new year begins, probably after the Rumble. And also, uh, there has been a report that everyone's favorite giant tag team that isn't the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, War Machine, is actually going to be joining the WWE roster after Wrestle Kingdom because they've got a match against... I forget who, but they're going to be on that card. But yeah, so that could be that could be nice to see. I'd be down to see... I'd be down to see uh, that could be actually good, yeah. So Yusuf actually said we could see Bludgeon Brothers versus War Machine, but I actually said first off, first and foremost, because they'll probably go to NXT first, Authors of Pain versus War Machine. Which would be also great. That'd be a great way to send off Authors of Pain to the main roster as well. Just keeping that in mind. Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah, they'll probably come up after Mania. Yeah. They probably would. Um, so the future looks bright after this episode. For uh, for WWE going into the next year, Colin, what, well, are, you, what are your thoughts on stuff? I have let let I was gonna say let let's keep our fingers crossed. Honestly, so we have some big we have some big yeah. stories coming up. Um, we have the one that everyone knows about and everyone is already expecting, the Reigns and Brock feud, but we also have oh. a lot more to look forward to in the match. Styles Nakamura match. Yeah, we're hoping that. Yeah, like we said, like we're hoping that Nakamura wins the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So, so here's what I gotta ask about the match. I actually have two things. Sure. Uh, Colin, because you're gonna, you you pay attention to indies, right? Like you're a big indie guy, like yeah. more so than me or Ty. <laughs> def- definitely more so than me. Um, I'm sort of like in the middle. Yeah, more than you and Ty, but not as much as as Yusuf for sure. Uh, so here's, here's the two things who goes over. And this is the question I love to ask the tie who, who, who goes over. Uh, Nakamura. 
No, you don't. Do you not know, Colin? Oh, oh, you were asking me. Oh shit! Asking, I was asking. Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, I'm probably Nakamura. Okay. And this is the point that uh, a fan brought up to us at a live event or at at Clash when we were talking about the match. Uh, was it a fan or was it Owen? It was Owen actually. Uh, shout out to Owen. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, he said that the the sequel won't be as good. So just go watch the Wrestle Kingdom match and don't even ask for the rematch because it's under a WWE banner. And it just won't be as good anyway because it's a sequel. But I, I mean, think that even I think that even the casual fans want to see it too. That don't know. And this this happened. like this is Owen, so it's a hard like he's like a hardcore indie mark guy. So like, yeah. And I was kind of shocked to hear that from him. I just want to just want to see how much he's right, or like how much you could like believe that. Colin. Colin. Yeah. yeah, that's directed towards you. Like, what do you think? I, I don't know. I, I imagine that. I, I'm also thinking that as well because there will never be anything that replaces the Wrestle Kingdom match. To be I watched honest, that Wrestle Kingdom match. It was good. Yeah, it is very good. So I don't think, and I'm already going in if Styles, if the match happens. I'm already going thinking it's not going to talk Wrestle Kingdom. What if AJ did the Spinal Tap? That's what I would have Mmm. The only reason I want this match now is because AJ might do the Spinal Tap. Like one time only. Oh, he, I, I, think, I think his last Spinal Tap is going to be in a WWE match. And then he's like, yeah, no, fuck that. I'm like 40. I can't be doing that. Did someone say Spinal Tap? Uh, yes, Yusuf. Uh, we're talking about the match. We're talking about the match. We would. Oh, of course. To... Yeah, no. The, so, that last one is going to be during the match. It has to be. So this, and this is what I was. Uh, he went two away. Two questions, actually. A couple seconds. I have two. I have two questions. All right, go for it. Who goes over? Nakamura. Okay, that's a trifecta. Actually. And it depends. Well, here's the problem. It depends on what the plan is after Mania, but like God knows what the fuck is gonna happen after Mania. Actually, I have a third question. I have a third question for this. Okay, what's the second question? This is directed to all, towards all of you. Who's all right. who's the face, and who's the heel, or the two faces? They don't need a decision. Tim, you're being a hypocrite here with what you just talked about, and that's not me calling you out. That's me being straight at like just telling you. Because earlier, no, I know. you're like, WWE's at this point where they don't need to care about reactions. They just need to let the matches happen. For the, okay. No, I know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Okay. So, I don't think so for this specific match, no, he could he's, be. He's a heel in Japan. Nakamura no, was a heel in Japan for a while. Right, but I mean, at that's least like, right that's now. That's like a chaos thing, yeah. But they haven't, like they the strong they haven't, they haven't even introduced a fraction of that side of his character. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's barely any, like... Well, the Nakamura of old has zero existence in the WWE Styles right now. Styles knows how to be a heel in WWE. Yeah, I was about to say they both know how to be heels because they're both super charismatic outside. Like the last DJ time in and Nakamura outside. When they met at Wrestle Kingdom ten, AJ was the heel going in. Nakamura was the face going in. I don't know what they're gonna do this time. It would make sense if they do a reversal, but. 
also, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. It really wouldn't matter. That's what I'm thinking, but I, I had to ask. And yes, yeah. I am being a hypocrite, Ty. <laughs> I, just then, had, um, I just had to make sure well, we, we knew that, that that was a thing. Well, the, what's, well what's your it's, third question, then? it's circumstantial, unfortunately. Right, exactly. Yeah. The way WWE so works, you said it's the circumstantial. The third question was, who is the face? The second question was, uh, Owen said that, um, basically, he was like, it, the, the, the match in WWE isn't going to be as good as the original match that happened in Japan, so just go back and watch that one. Do you agree with that, or do you think it'll be at least at the same playing field? I agree. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll explain. I'll, okay, so this sort of goes back to, I think Seth Rollins said this in an interview, or maybe it might it might have been, I don't remember who said this, but it was, it was in an interview that I was listening to this. When Adrian Neville got signed to the WWE, Back when he was still Pac, they said, okay, you know, you're in our territory now. We're only going to let you do half the things you do because we don't want you doing all the crazy shit you know how to do. They told that to him. They told that to Seth. They told that to Austin Aries. The fact of the matter is they've told that to Nakamura because Nakamura isn't, you know, he's not the king of strong style anymore. He's the artist. No, I fucking hate that name. I'm not even going to say it. Anyways. I'd I'd say go back and watch the Wrestle Kingdom match only to get yourself ready because I feel like for this specific match, for that specific night, especially since it's going to be at Mania, they might just be like, you know what, fuck it, do whatever you two want. We'll give you 25 minutes or 30 minutes. Here you go, go. I hope it's 30 plus. And I, would then think, they can, I would think they And then they can pull out everything. Well, because Vince loves Styles. And as long exactly. as Nakamura doesn't ruin anything in Vince's eyes, I think, you know, just let him kind of do whatever Nakamura they want. Nakamura probably wouldn't. I think if anything, if anybody learned anything from watching their encounter at Wrestle Kingdom, it's that those two have amazing chemistry and know how to work, like, properly with each other. Like, they've understood the way each other works. And so they can be very, very safe in the ring, but also pull out, like, all the stops. And I'm sure Vince is thinking about, like, thinking about that too because like he he knew what he was getting when he was signing the two like exactly right like well that's he, the thing I he's guess, out of touch but he's not stupid he's right, he, right. That's, right. he's out of touch but he's not stupid that's i think the best way to explain Vince right now um and so the fact of the matter is yeah like if okay i'm gonna write i'm I, i'm gonna jot that those questions down again and whatever my answers were ask me that again in march in or after the match or like just in March, or like in within the build-up heading into it because by the build-up i'll be able to pick because like by the based on the build-up i should be able to figure out how it's gonna go oh yeah okay yeah whether or not it's gonna be like a 15 minute you know half decent match between the two or they're actually gonna get like 25 to 30 minutes and it's gonna be like a fucking it's gonna be exactly what you would expect Tyler, jump jump on that. Make sure that we have that somewhere in stock yeah. in, the, in the archive. Just say, just say that one real quick. What? Just recap that real quick for me. Okay, so, um, what did I say regarding if you should watch the Wrestle Kingdom match or like be ready for this? Uh, here's what I say: watch the Wrestle Kingdom match just to get yourself hyped up for this match because um, the fact of the matter is you have two of the best workers in the company and two of the best workers in the world, arguably. And since it's going to be, you know, a big deal, a big night, a big match for a big title, the fact of the matter is they're probably going to pull out all the stops. Oh, yeah. And 
Yeah, they're going to pull out all the stops, and if they get, like, 25 minutes to 30 minutes, oh, they're going to fucking go hard. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to burn out the crowd. That Do I get a spinal tap? Yeah, AJ might actually pull out the spiral tap. That match I'm so For excited. the first time in seven years, I think. The sad thing is, I want to say that match will actually may main event the show, but it won't, because I know it'll no, be. No, it, it shouldn't main event the show. Yeah. But. And I'm saying this. Yeah. Well, guys, um, well, that was it a says lot. It was we... his contract that he has to main event. So. Yeah, he has to main event. Well, yeah. Guys, that was a lot that we just talked about. That was a lot we just talked about. What's the recording at? 152. Damn. God damn. Whoa. Damn. Fuck that fuck up. Yeah, yeah plus a little bit of difficulties. But uh, yeah, so are we are we all good? We are we good? Have we exhausted all of our options? I think so. Yes. All right. Good. You Tim, ready? Hit it. Yeah. Oh. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, we here at BWP. We would like what? to uh, extend a hand, and um, we're probably not going to be back for a couple weeks, so we'd like to uh, wish you Merry Christmas and Happy or, Holidays and whatnot. Happy well, New Year. Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa. We also got yeah. New Year's. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hanukkah's done. Is Hanukkah still going on or is Hanukkah over? Hanukkah's over. Okay. Happy belated. Uh, we at BWP, God bless, wanted to say God bless and have, a, have be safe and all that other stuff. You know. Drink responsibly. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> uh, um, shout yeah. outs. Shout outs indeed, yes. Uh, Tim, go for it. Right. Fuck, do I have any shout outs? To Sony and PlayStation. <laughs> shout out to Skype for hosting our call. True. Shout out to Skype. Uh, uh, shout, out, shout, shout out to Taylor Guitars. Okay. Um, just uh, shout out to fuck it. You know what? Okay, here. Shout out to Smash Wrestling because I went to go see their show this past weekend. It was a great time. Shout out to. Um, tell everybody who you met. Oh yeah. Shout out to Vistaprint. Who'd you meet? Oh yeah. So okay, I guess we can quickly get this out of the way. Um, I got the uh, great chance to meet Matt Riddle, Zack Sabre Jr., a few other guys. Uh, and Sammy Callahan actually made a surprise appearance, and I got to chat with Sammy for a little bit. So, yeah, great guys. Shout out to all of you. Love you guys. Hope to see you again, hopefully in Boston. Cool cool stuff. Hopefully guys. on the yeah. show. Cool hopefully no, on the show. No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> don't ruin things that may or may not happen in a year. True. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Who again, knows? Shout out Never to Mr. Know. Print for being the source of where were our business cards are coming from because we're going to make some vacant wrestling podcast business cards. That's right. Shout out to Vistaprint. And yep. shout out to, uh, shout out to the two of Shout out to the Wild Vespucci gang. That we're planning on going to. Hopefully. Y'all. I'm planning on going to. Y'all are. Are you just not going to be in town? Uh, that's my birthday. The 19th. Oh, shit. Hey. The 19th. So. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah. No. We I are also on yeah. Twitter, everybody. We're also on Twitter. All of us. All of us are on Twitter. Now, yeah. Well, Owen's not, but uh, fuck Owen. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So right, we're so, yeah, we're all on Twitter uh, as usual. VWP Yusuf, VWP Tim, VWP Tyler, and now, ladies and gentlemen, debuting to you today. The tag VWP Colin. Shut okay. up, Tyler. And VWP Owen. That's why yes. I said tag team because there was two of them. Fair enough. Okay, but yeah, so we're on Twitter. Uh, we are, of course, on YouTube, VW Podcast. Um, well, that one on YouTube, the channel is just Vacant Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, uh, we're going to have more content for you in the new year, and hopefully our our supposed award show. 
Oh no, that that's a thing. The vacancies is a thing. The vacancy awards show. It's the vacancy version of the Slammy Awards since WWE has decided not to do that anymore. Because the Slammy suck. Hey, we'll do our own and it won't suck. So get yeah. ready for that, guys. Yeah, there's uh there's that coming up and um you know, once again, shout out to Eunice, by the way, for making our logo. I got to hang out with Eunice and my sister uh, this past weekend for Smash Wrestling. That's awesome. Eunice, you're and amazing. So, uh, Thank you for the five Yeah, Eunice, you're awesome. You. Uh, hopefully we can get you on the show one day. Come and, come and talk wrestling with us. I'm tired of talking to these idiots. <laughs> hey, these idiots have names. Well, no, Colin's not an idiot, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you're going to do that yeah. to your tag you... team partner, Yusuf. Yusuf, yeah. say something stupid. But um yeah, so that's you are my Paul about Heyman. it. As usual, yeah, I'm the Paul Heyman. Um of course we are on iTunes, we are on Stitcher, we are on Google Play. Uh am I missing anything? Tune in radio. We are on Tune in Radio, that's right, yes. That's all I missed. And um that should be it. Tell your friends, tell your friends, friends, if you got wrestling fans anywhere, you know, let them know. Um, hey, maybe you'll see. Maybe you'll see us at indie events. We're planning on doing that. We're planning on just hanging out at indie events. You never know. Yes, we're so very, uh, I'm usually very active on my Twitter. So any wrestling show I'll go to or I'll watch, I will be on my Twitter. I'm very active on my wrestling Twitter as well. So like, if anyone's listening, hey, you know, give me a shout if there's an event happening in like Massachusetts or something, and I'm gonna, we're probably gonna head over there. Absolutely, come say hello if you know who we are, because yeah. maybe you don't know who we are. You'll meet us, and then you'll know who we are, and then it'll if be a good time. you don't know who we are, we're probably handing you a business card. You right, you right. <laughs> yeah, you right. But uh, that is all for tonight. And so any, with that, any, VWP any says... Oh, shout out to the 302. Of course, right. Shout out to the 416. Shout out to the 401. And shout out to 603. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is all. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Yikes. Cut the show.